Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. To the voice, I come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yesterday, I started uh, talking about my personal journey, and uh, I, I want to remind you that I'm, I'm not saying this to say, "Hey, look at me." Um, I, I think I'm more saying it to say, "Hey, here's what happened to me along the way of making decisions my way," and then what happened when I made a transformation. It's it's not so much that I made a transformation as it was that I made a decision to start just, you know, 
being being a little bit closer to my creator to having some conversations with him. And that's how it starts. It starts with some conversations with God. It, it starts with with opening up to your creator and saying, hey, listen, my bad. I'm tripping. I've been doing it this way for so long, and it ain't really, really gotten me to where I want to be. I mean, I know I, I know to some people on the outside I appear to be successful, but I got news for you, man. Um, success ain't nothing, man, when you ain't happy. And and the appearances of success is is is, is can be quite uh, delusional, at best. You know, Prince has a song out that says, "I realize in his best disguise a pretty house don't make a home." That's one of my favorite lines in one of his songs. It says, "I realized in his best disguise that a pretty house don't make a home." And uh, you know, I may have had the appearances of a pretty house, but wasn't no home, man. It ain't. It ain't where you wanted to live. It, it wasn't where you wanted to pull up to and reside. It really wasn't. It was it was some misery. So the transformation started, y'all, when I made a decision. And I was saying to people who have been fans of mine, has followed my career, or kept up with me, or whether you knew, 2005 began a very life-changing time for me. It It started... A little bit before that, but I was still in, in, in some, some misery. But in 2005, my life began to, to make a drastic change. And that change occurred, like I've been saying, when I made a conscious decision to start having more conversations with God. And I'm just trying to share with everybody how basic and simple that was for me. That to talk to God a little bit more, to admit that I've wronged, that I've made a couple of bad plays, and I was asking for forgiveness, and forgiveness was an, a big, a big part of it for me because, in asking God for forgiveness of of my transgressions and my missteps and my sins and flaws and all of that, in asking Him for forgiveness, it freed me up from the guilt of like, okay, so now I, God, well, you know, man, what people gonna say now? You know, man, if you start talking to God a little bit more, how you how your close friends going to feel? Well, I, I found out a lot of people wasn't close friends in that. I found out that a lot of people was around me just for the ride. I still got a few hanging on to me just like that, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. Um, but I, I found out a, a, a lot of things mostly about myself that I needed these conversations with God, that I needed this relationship with him because it was calming me on the inside. It was starting to make the house feel like a home. It, it was starting to give me a peace of mind. And, and when you have peace of mind, what it allows, what it does is this, it opens up your creativity. It opens up your channel to be creative. And when you're a person as myself, that's a creative person, That that's that's... That's everything. But it's no different than if a person works well with his hands. When you get free and peace of mind, you can work, do even better work with your hands. If you counsel better, you become a better counselor. If you're a better teacher, you become a better teacher. If, you, if, if you're a better uh, e, e, EM, EMT person, if you're a better tech person, you become a better, a better driver. You become a, just a better person when your mind is free. When your mind is occupied with toxic poisons, 
it stops you from being the best that you can be at whatever you're trying to be good at. It really, really does. You think about it. You can't be the best artist if your mind is twisted up. You can't be the best performer if your mind is twisted up. You can't be the best ball player if your mind is twisted up. When you free your mind, when you allow your mind to find out what peace really is, and that's the relationship with God that gives you peace of mind. I told you the other yesterday I was talking to this guy in the gym that told me he was a stone-cold hustler. Now, we all know what that means, so I'm listening to the guy. He was just real honest with me. He said, Mr. Harvey, you seem like a man with some knowledge under your belt. Man, I just don't have no peace. Well, bruh, come on, man. You're involved in a business that don't provide peace. You're in the destruction business of people. You may be making some money, but it's at the expense of other people. Now, what you want to happen to you, you reap what you sow, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you ain't bringing no good to nobody's life, but you making some money, well, how how much good you think that money gonna bring to your life? You know, man, it's it's gonna happen for you if you don't get out the game. You know, man, it's it's, it's gonna go down bad for you. I can't fix that story up for nobody because it's a it's a story that's told too many times and it, and it has the same end results. But I told him the only way you gonna get peace of mind, bro, is you gotta have a relationship with God. That's all. That's all. Now, here's what happened. After I started having this conversation with God, if you followed what was happening to me closely, after two, from 2005 to now, it's almost unexplainable. That's why I know it's God. Because usually when something happens in my life of the positive nature that goes so well for me, and, and I cannot explain it, that's God. Because I can't even take credit for this. I really, really can't. Once again, listen to me closely. I'm not bragging now. I'm just telling you what happened to me, that the same thing he's done for me, he can do for you. Or the things he's done for others, he'll surely do for you. See, when I see people that's balling, that's doing well, and when I say balling, I mean uh, achieving their goals and accomplishing things on a rather large scale. I, I don't become a hater. I become a wow, okay? So that's that's possible too. See, I look at people's who who are doing well, not for hate or I wish that was me. It just shows me the possibilities, the power of God. You know, if God can do this for somebody else, man, maybe if I do this, I get it. Now I'm not complaining where I'm at, not one bit or at all. And if He don't give me no more, please understand I can make it like this. But I know it's more. I know it's more because God don't bring you this far to leave you. God didn't bring me this far to leave you. He won't bring you. He hasn't gotten you to this point to leave you. He has more for you. See, this ain't about me. This is so you can see what's in it for you. God has more for you if you open yourself to him. But if you don't open yourself up to him, how you going to find out what that is? And if you're waking up every day, like I've said a hundred times, with the notion in your mind that it's got to be more to life than this, that's because it is. So now I'm asking you, why would you not take the ne next step to see what that is? Why would you not get closer to God? Why would you not have a relationship with your creator? How's that working for you, not having the relationship? If life is the way you want it, then cool. Knock yourself out. You're doing it. Ball out. Do you. Ain't no problem. But if you got some emptiness, man, if your pretty house don't feel like a home, if you got some emptiness on the inside, if you don't find peace and joy, peace of mind, joy in your heart, then I got news for you, man. You got to change. But that change only happens if you make the decision. 
You got to decide. See, God God could force us all to do a bunch of stuff, but he gives us all the power of choice, though, don't he? You know, you can come to me. You can come as you are. Matter of fact, when he says come to me, all he's saying is you can come as you are. He don't tell you you got to even fix yourself up because he know, he know what you're up against. He know, you can't, he know you can't stop doing drugs. If you could, you'd have been to stop. I know a lot of people, man, that was hooked on all types of different things. And all of them have said, man, I wish I could stop, but it just, it won't let me go. I just, but I know some people, man, went to God and got it cleaned up. I'm just saying, man, God changed your life, man. God moved you in places, man, you never knew you could be moved. God cold. What you waiting on? Sitting there tripping is your career, is your life. So you just going to play him to the left? I mean, man, if some. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I ain't like I did as soon as I heard it either, so I feel you out there. But, man, if somebody came to me and showed me a way that I could turn my life around I, and it wasn't going the way I wanted, I'd take it. That took me a long time to hear the message, too, so maybe it's taking you a long time to hear it. I feel you. I'm the same way as you. But, man, when I figured it out, it sure got better for me, man. And I am who I am because of God Almighty. I have no other explanation for you if it was. I wish I could take credit for it, man. You know the book I would write if I could take credit for myself? <laughs> man, that's probably why your arm don't reach all the way back there when you're trying to pat yourself on the back. Because you ain't supposed to. You ever thought about that? All right. Have a good one. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Whoa, it's Friday. That too. Right today. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm singing. I'm working all weekend. It's <laughs> <laughs> me, not you. For this show right here, though, it's the yeah, weekend, at, baby. Atlanta mm-hmm. doing Family Feud all weekend. Wow. Uh, yeah, all weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then tell me, I'll be right here Monday. Mm. Uh-uh. Mm. Mm. Shots fired. Sniping Lead <laughs> by example. I ain't done that in a long time. I'm back. When? I had to get some oh, chips. Oh. A when long time. When last time you done it, Tommy? Oh. It's been a long time since I did. I had a gig and didn't make it on Monday. It's been a long time. About six months. Seems like it. Okay. It was. All right. Oh, he admit, but he had to leave. But he might get his own money, but he had to leave at eight. He'll be sick. Kylie, <laughs> 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 <Holy> Tommy. <sighs> That's all right. You work it's hard. Friday, Friday, mm-hmm. Friday. So happy. You know what, Steve? Last time this year, you were engaged in doing your um. Your your fundraising for your mentoring program, you know, was it this time? He was on the bike. Yeah, it was this time last year. It was this time last year. Oh, that was ignorant. Because <laughs> you didn't run it by anyone, you just Man. did it. And once we you say it, you have to do it. Yeah, equipment. <laughs> my father. Yeah, yeah. My father would never allow me to do that. If you say you're gonna do it, you have to do it. Yeah. I remember my mom used to say that all the time. Well, if he says he's going to do it, he's going to do it now. <laughs> I went up there and got right on that bike, man. And about the fourth day in, I said, man, this stupid. 
<laughs> you but rode that bike one, for four hours every day. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh, Great for your no, endurance, though. I mean, you the only time it, on it was fun was when I came to Atlanta. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and did it because I had company. Why? Oh yeah, you know, y'all yeah, we were encouraging you. you. Yeah. You know, remember that time? Remember Junior, when Junior uh, got on? Shot his ass off that. Off that trend, man. Hey, Junior. I had keys in my pocket, time. Key, girl, yeah, <laughs> keys, wallet, wallet, cell phone, Junior. It's up on. You was running, man. I lost a lot of confidence. Yeah, you did. And you I was saw running it. in Air Force Ones. Yeah. Which is not made for running at all. No, they wasn't. No. That just go with big jeans and a white t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's y'all's. Uh, that's that's y'all's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's your generation idea. We but, clean. But while he talking, Uncle, did he ever get up there with you any day for four hours? I did. Yeah, I did. yeah. He how many? Yeah. But how many yeah. hours though? Hours. I did a couple of hours up there. Couple with hours. See, I did every day four hours, Tommy. See, every day we started. We started together. Mm. Really? Mm. Ooh. Mm. Just All like right. Uncle mm. said, though. You know, you half rich. So, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I know. That that's a that's a name well, a nickname well, that really has stuck. I see. And y'all a lot of them come and go. A lot of them come and go, but that one's been around for quite a while now. Average, <laughs> average is pretty good, and then Junior is A R. Yeah. What's A R? Ain't rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was almost. I was thinking almost rich, but uh-uh. <laughs> no, Junior ain't rich. That's <laughs> <Just> it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, stay so on this path, right, Junior? Yeah, I, I don't uh, think I ain't. No, I'm working yeah. on it. Listen to, listen to Steve. Hey, man, I, I really need a great idea for a fundraiser this year for the foundation because what I want to do now is I want to bring, I, I was able to, with the money, I bought 250 boys to the camp wow. instead of 100. Mm-hmm. I want to bring 500 boys to the camp. Wow. Go ahead. Whoa, Changing Steve. lives. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We'll bring 500 dudes down there, man. It would help so many young cats, man. Yeah, tell so them about what, it. I mean, because a lot of people don't even know about your mentoring camp, what it does. Well, you know, uh, look it up. Uh, what I need, <laughs> Shirley, is a... <laughs> oh, oh. What I need is a... <laughs> I'll mentor you, but I'm going to cuss you while I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, this, ain't gonna be, this is not the Christian ministry camp. But you help young men. You, you want young men to teach them how to be men and how to treat women and how to uh, keep their words and just principles of manhood, things like Hold that. On, That's minute, what you man. teach Am them. Am I leaving out some important information? Hold on. Let me text somebody to make sure. <laughs> We need a little Tommy story. <laughs> That's what you're feeling today. Yeah. Hold on. Where the music at, Cat? Let me do that right quick. He's supposed to be texting somebody. He heard that, though. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, you know, I could do more than one thing. Right. Because yeah. he's, he's here for it. Right. He is here for right. it. So you're accepting applications now, Steve, for the mentoring oh. camp. All right. Is that Tommy. what it is? <laughs> Why oh, not? That, time. that boy, fool. Hi, boys and girls. Hi, Uncle Steve. Hey, Uncle Steve. Really? Hey, Louis Jr. Hey, Uncle Steve. Hey, Carla Shirley. Hey, Uncle Junior. Steve. Junior, just use your real voice. Right. Hey, Uncle Steve. Yeah. Hey, Uncle Steve. You, <laughs> yes. you know, very quickly. Okay. Let's just talk about 
a world-famous little Tommy story. Yay! Yay! We love little Tommy stories. Yay! When Tommy was a boy, uh-huh. and I don't have to say little, <laughs> no, because ain't it song. obvious? <laughs> he is yes, <laughs> Well, when Tommy was younger, uh-huh. this is how we came up with the world-famous word. You know, Tommy, remember as you grow up, sometimes your parents would mark your head against the wall to show you how much you've grown. Oh, yeah, like at Disneyland. Yeah. And we kept marking little Tommy and marking little Tommy, and it just wasn't moving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. This mark was just getting thicker and darker (laughs) and wider. It stayed the same, like, height, though. Yes. So he was midway up the wall. And then we had something on the table that he had to get. And Tommy used to jump all the time trying to get it, and he never could get it. So he was midway up the wall, and he never could get it. And thus became the famous word we began to call Tommy a midget. Oh, oh, man. You mean a little oh. person, right? Uh-uh. Midget. Midget. <laughs> oh, That's so Midway up the wall, incorrect. and he can't get a damn thing. So my Uncle Rafe was called him Midget. Midget. <laughs> oh, no. Nobody. <laughs> but he's a grown man now, Uncle Steve. But look at him, though. He's a midget. You gotta say little person or dwarf. Uh-uh. I'm Not Tommy. I'm looking at a midget. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome to the ride, y'all. When we come back, what we doing, y'all? Something funny? What's happening? Yeah. I think uh, mm-hmm. right and wrong from nephew and junior. Yeah. You be the judge, Steve. Bye. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, uh, Tommy won last time. I just went with it. What? Yeah. And what yeah. was it about last time? Anybody? The number two pencil thing? Was it about uh-uh, that? Uh-uh, hell no. Number, uh, number oh. two pencil number one. What? What was it? Oh. It's multiple personalities. If you was had split oh. personalities and you held hostage. Suicide. Suicide yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aren't they hostages? Yeah. Yeah, and no. you went with yeah. that. So we'll be you back. You went with that, Steve? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. You can't beat them, John. <laughs> All right, we back, uh, fellas. What y'all got? All right, so tell me what you think, dog. You know how they now have socks that say got an L on it for the left foot and an R on it for the right foot. You, you've seen these socks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I don't know why Junior don't understand this. Tell him if you put them socks on the wrong feet, you're going to either be pigeon-toed or slew-footed. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? Because you're not supposed to, if you switch them up, that's going to mess up your feet. I don't know why y'all. You know what I'm saying? And he don't understand. It's a reason why the L is on there and the R is on there. I don't understand. You're just being an idiot. If it's an L and an R on there and you put them on the wrong feet, you're going to mess up your feet, boy. You're going to either be pigeon-toed or they're going to be going outwards, you know, slew-footed, whatever they call it. You're going to mess your feet up if you put them socks on the wrong feet. And that's why they put the doggone letters on there. But he don't get that. Now, am I right or wrong, Uncle Steve? 
Yeah. Come on, Steve. Yeah. Shocked you, you too, huh? Them. Yeah. This you went with them good. last time. Well, yeah. It's hard now. It's Are you two for two? What do you think <laughs> L and R mean? What does L and R mean? But Tommy. Left me, and right. But Tommy, can I throw this at you, though? Go ahead. If you put the R sock on the left foot and you put the L sock on the right foot and you standing there talking to somebody with just your socks on, yeah, you'll be right. What? What? Huh? You just got me. Listen to me. You got me. Okay, I'm listening. If you put the sock with the R on it on your left foot, Okay. Okay. And you put the sock with the L on it on your right foot. Yeah. And you just got your socks on. When you standing there talking to somebody and they look down, Mm -hmm. you right. (laughs) Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. From their perspective. Yeah, from their perspective. Uh Uh On the right foot. Yeah. Uh Yeah. See what I'm doing now Mm -hmm. is I'm trying to match his stupidity. His stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, you're having an out of sock experience. That's not what I'm trying to say. A what? An out of sock experience. Is what, what is you it? I, give, I, I see what I he's doing. I tried to hang. You yeah. win. Yeah. I tell you, yeah. it's not even worth it. Yeah. I can't even eat after talking to him. Because you wrong. You put putting them letters on the wrong feet. You're going to mess if your feet I up put, what you're going to do. If I put the right sock on my left foot and the left sock on my right foot, why I can't be wearing Ralph Lauren socks? Well, are they wow. Ralph Lauren wow. or are they huh? Nikes? You huh? know I mean, what what kind? Wow. First of all, Ralph Lauren don't make rights and lefts. They don't do that. But it's the same. The people that make the right and left, are they are. They do it. The has, socks is purple and gold. Mm. Mm-mm. What? Yeah. Uh-oh. You didn't lost this. You got Omega right and left side? No, that's the gold, the purple label that's Ralph Lauren. Oh, you don't know nothing about that. See, keep my friend out there. We were talking about peppermint sticks. We be talking about yours. <laughs> we going to break. Was I right or wrong? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, uh, 48 minutes after that. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we got to go. And Miss Ann going to be here with the latest uh, from the White House. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. the White House, it, you don't even got to worry. There's something going on. All right, before you do that, let me run that prank back. I got the church calendar. Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Sister Allison. Allison, uh, um, Allison, she's not here, man. She at work. Um, as you're speaking. Hey, this is uh, this is Brother Lester. Brother Lester, how you doing today? All right, Lester, Brother Lester. Right from the church. Okay, okay, over at uh, my. Right, 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 right. You a husband, right? What, Jared? I'm Gerald. Gerald. Yeah, this is Gerald. Yeah, okay, okay. I met you a couple times, Gerald. We ain't seen you in a minute, though. Man, I've been working on Sundays, and I said that I was going to try to make it. But I told her, you know, I want to get involved. You know, this year is going to be a better year. I'm going to get involved, man. Well, come on down, man. We'd we love to have you, that's for sure, man. I, can I give you a number where she can call me back? Well, okay, yeah, sure. Um, is this about, you know, a lesson or something? What's going on? Actually, the uh, single ministry, man, I'm over the single ministry, and we're raising some money. So we're actually putting together a uh, a calendar, and we wanted her to uh, give us a call about it. Okay. Okay. So let me well, let me give you, let me give you my number real quick. What, wait a minute. Okay, you say a calendar. So the church is doing the calendar, but 
Is it like the couples? Like we come in, like how it always be like the couples come in and be like, this is Mr. and Mrs. I mean, a calendar. No, I don't no, no, no. What we're doing, see, a lot of the guys got together. What we're going to do is the Mount swimsuit calendar. And we're going we're trying to put that together, man. So let me give you my number, man, because I want to call. All the guys were saying if she get on the calendar, it'll probably get sold. All the you guys. Know, Wait a minute. Like, Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow down. Slow down. Brother Lester, let's slow down. Okay. Uh, a calendar, a swimsuit calendar for the for the single ministry at the church. What it is, uh, Gerald, we're going to be the first church to, who have ever done a swimsuit calendar. You see what I'm saying? No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. You call it for my wife to be in it. Are you sure you got the right number? Because yeah, yeah, there. yeah. I mean, because your wife, right? Yes, my wife is Allison. And first of all, then what's this man about? All the guys, y'all got together and y'all voted for my... Okay, I'm trying to take this slow, man. Ooh, God, hold my tongue right now because I'm trying... I don't understand where you're going with this, and... Listen, we're going to get Sister Gidry. She's going to be Miss March. June is, like, pretty much in the middle of the year. We want your wife to be the big centerfold. Please, please tell me. You're not calling my house this morning talking about my wife to be in a calendar, a swimsuit calendar, but then on top of that, y'all all got together and y'all voted that y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit calendar for a church. Okay, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, Gerald. I mean, look at this on the positive side, man. What this is, see, like I say, we raising money for the singles ministry and the single ministry get ready to go on a big trip. But hold on, what my wife got to do with the singles ministry? She's married, man. I know the people that's in the singles ministry. Why are you calling talking about my wife being in something like this? You hold up that. Ooh, Jesus, help me. Hey man, you 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 should feel uh, honored, man, that your wife is a. Man, why are y'all looking at my wife like that, man? We coming in there and we trying to get help and we trying to do it. Y'all looking at my wife talking about y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit contest, man? Do you understand what that is, man? They ain't number some panties, man. So y'all looking at my wife talking about y'all want my wife to be in a panties? See, what you got to understand, Gerald, this right here, man, is for the single ministry. We, we got a big trip coming up, so we raising money. For what are y'all doing, man? This not something you do at the church, man. You have car washes, man. When I, man, when I was we wash cars, man. Y'all talking about a calendar, man. What are you doing, man? What type of church is this that turned into, man? See, Gerald, the difference is on this whole thing, man. Don't be upset about it. What it is that, man, we done found something that ain't no other church done before. You see what I'm saying? The reason ain't no other church done this because this is wrong, man. What committee got to get on something like this, man? What is wrong with you? Hey, dog, you got to understand. Listen, we got Sister Gidry. We got Sister Vicky. Okay. Uh, no, wait a minute. You saying that they done signed off on this. You got these women in the church saying that they going to put on swimsuits. Well, well, I'm saying we got them on our list. We got them on That's our list. I'm saying, man, ain't nobody getting with man. What is wrong with you, man? Hey, hey man, listen, just to help us get started, do you have a picture a sister Allison in a swimsuit? Man, look, man, I ain't giving you no picture of my wife in no swimsuit, man. No, this is just something we're trying to do for the ministry, dude. You know what? Are you at the church? Did you work at the church full-time? Part-time I'm at the church. Okay, are you in there now? Nah, I'm not there right now, but I'm going to be there for choir rehearsal later on this evening. Okay, what time do choir rehearsal start, left? Seven o'clock, but why you? What, what, what's, 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 what I want you to do is for me, before you go to rehearsal, can you just be right in the front, right quick? I just want to, we need to meet personally, right quick, Lester, me and you. So I'm going to come to the rehearsal and then let's talk about this face to face because this over the phone and all that, this is not working right now. And I need to meet the person that's calling my house, talking about 
my wife doing all this idiotic type of So let's leave right in the front, brother, before you go through to sing. I, I got something for you to sing about. So meet me in the front, man, please, before you go in, Lester, because we ain't going to talk about this no more over the phone. Let's talk about this in person. Okay. First of all, I mean, you got to calm down, man. I don't even understand why you irate like You know what? Yeah, I'm going to calm down, Lester. Seven. So it started at seven. Let's do six fifty-five, Lester. I think this is going to work for us. This is going to help your calendar get out the way that you really, really needed to get out, man. I got something for you that's going to help this cause. Please be outside at six fifty-five. Please don't go in. I'm going to be outside. I'm, you, can you bring a picture with you? Oh yeah, I got a picture for you. I got a nice picture for you. I tell you what, me and Tommy will be outside waiting on you when you get there. You in who? Me and nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, we're going to be right outside in front of the church. Oh, <laughs> Oh, man. Man, who did this, man? Hey, man, your brother Jason told me to prank phone call you, man. God, man, this you know, you know what he said? Tell him I said, if that fool came to church more often, he would know that this is a prank phone call. <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad it is, man. Can you just imagine if I had to drove up to that church acting a fool today, man? Yeah, I got, I got to ask you this here, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In light of what's going on today. So, uh, do we have Miss Ann available? So bring, bring, bring us up to date. What are the facts, Miss Ann? Okay, thank you, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. Uh, this is Ann Tripp with the news, starting out with the most important news of the day. If you're just waking up, you need to know that President Trump ordered an airstrike on Syria at about 8.40 p.m. our time last night in retaliation for the chemical attack that the Syrian government ordered on a northern Syrian town on Monday. Tonight I ordered a targeted military strike on the airfield in Syria from where the chemical attack was launched. At least 75 people were killed, you may remember, on Monday with at least 20 of them children. There are pictures of dying and dead children in the media. Last night, around 60 Tomahawk cruise missiles were launched from ships in the Mediterranean. Uh, the president is defending his action and asking for the world leaders to back him. I call on all civilized nations to join us in seeking to end the slaughter and bloodshed in Syria and also to end terrorism of all kinds and all types. We ask for God's wisdom as we face the challenge of our very troubled world. We pray for the lives of the wounded and for the souls of those who have passed. And we hope that as long as America stands for justice, then peace and harmony will, in the end, prevail. Seven people were reportedly killed in that airstrike, uh, some others uh, injured. Russian President Putin is calling it a violation of international law. He wants the U.N. to meet about it. Russia also says they've suspended all military coordination with the United States military. Meanwhile, there are at least two reports that say the Russians were notified of the attack before it happened by U.S. officials. Reactions from both parties, by the way, in Washington has been positive, supportive. Uh, there was only one or two, uh, for instance, Rand Paul, who said that the president needs to go to the Congress first before he launches 
wartime action. President Trump's Supreme Court nominee Neil Gorsuch certain to be confirmed tonight when the full Senate votes and getting to this point required an unprecedented action on the part of the Republican majority because Democrats and independents blocked the GOP from the traditional 60 votes needed to confirm this particular candidate. So Senate Republicans changed the law. Gorsuch and all other Supremes can now from now on be approved by winning a mere majority. Senator McCain says this is more the tyranny of the majority, and he's saddened that it had to go like this. Finally, sad news, the so-called merchant of venom, legendary comedian Don Rickles, has died of kidney failure. Rickles made an over 50-year career out of insulting people, like the way he once talked about Regis Philbin to David Letterman. You know, I'm going to be with a friend, you know, uh, Regis, Regis Philbin. Philbin. Yeah, and Regis. What do you guys charge a ticket? What's a ticket? Because well, you're a for top my star part of the show, it's $1,000. For Regis, it's get in line, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> After a while, it actually became a compliment to be famous enough to be insulted by Don Rickles. Comedian Don Rickles dead at 90 years of age. This is Antrip on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, all right. Thank you, Miss Ann. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking. Time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, oh, oh. Wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Maybe then they'll listen to what you have to say. They're the ones who's coming up and the world is in their hands. When you teach the children to jump the very best you can The world won't get no better If we just let it be The world won't get no better We gotta change it just you and me up all the doctors make the old people well they're the ones who suffer and who catch all the hair but they don't have so very long before their judgment day so won't you make them happy before they pass away wake up all the builders time to build a new land i know we could do it if we all lend a hand The only thing we have to do Is put it in our minds Surely things will work out They do it every time The world won't get no better If we just let it be The world won't get no better Gotta change it, just you and me. Need a little help, y'all. Yes, I do. Need a little.
at 18 after the hour uh the butterfly it's the butterfly's turn mm-hmm. Girl, okay all right okay it's the butterfly's turn we think uh he's up next with the blog you're listening to the steve harvey morning show when we come back it's time for the blog uh eugene or oatmeal we'll see Good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla Jr. Good morning to the crew. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey. <laughs> morning, butterfly. Flap on, flap on, brother. Good to hear What's from up, you. What's up, man? What's happening? Hey, What's Eugene. Happening? What's up? What's up with you? Amen. Shirley. Hey, butterfly. Flutter, flutter. Uh-oh. Flutter, flutter. Why are you not speaking? You seem preoccupied. Why am I what? Why? <laughs> Why wow. are you... <laughs> Are you in the show? <laughs> yes, I'm right here. What you, do you no, mean? but we can't tell. But anyway, good morning, Stephen. Yeah, what's up, man? Mm. What's up, man? What's up, man? Anyway, anyway All right, um, what's up, today? Dog? <laughs> you know I don't like that dog stuff. But anyway, um, today is find a rainbow day. Today, find oh, a rainbow because it's all about. Colors. It's about weird? finding yourself. So seek it. a rainbow. <laughs> What's wrong? I love rainbows. I'm Thirty-eight years I do old. Too. I'm. I'm in. I love Nobody rainbows. Yeah. What's wrong? Rainbow. Thirty-eight. Yeah. I'm not. I'm with you with the rainbows. I like rainbows. I, like uh-huh. I love them. Thank you. I get excited. When Thank I see you. Them. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to see. It's a beautiful thing to capture. To be able to see a rainbow, to be close to what? a rainbow, it's just good. And I wear a lot what of is, rainbow colors. You know Excuse me, rainbow. butterfly. What? What? Is, Steve is saying something in the background. Oh, he oh, wants oatmeal. He protests. Steven. I'm Steven. Oh, yeah. What? Are you, what are you doing? I ain't doing nothing. You're hollering, we want oatmeal. That's what you're saying. That's a crowd out front that's picketing below <laughs> the window. because they want me. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Steve Harvey? Oh, what's up, boy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at you. Going on, let him do his part today. Uh, today, Friday, he's supposed to do this here. I don't know what the uh, rainbow all about. You know, get you a pack of Skittles or something. Going on about your business, but you know he want a rainbow. Uh, taste the rainbow. Do this. Yeah, taste the rainbow. Catch a rainbow. Oh, if you gonna taste a rainbow? Get you some Skittles. They got red, yellow, green, or blue, all up in there. But you ain't got to be right. Okay, so if it ain't raining, how'd you fish to get to this rainbow? That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Shirley, help me. <laughs> That's your answer? Shirley. Shirley. It's raining you somewhere you in the like world. Rainbows too. I and love Carly, rainbows. I like rainbows, right? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So today is find a rainbow today. Oh, That's man, all it, it is. It ain't raining. Where we going to find it at? 
Once again, if it ain't raining, where is we getting this rainbow from? So, where it's snowing at, how them people fish to get to this rainbow? Mm. Hello, asking you a question? It's Charlie Carla, jump jump in, please. They're raining. It's raining somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Right. And And it's just find a rainbow today. That's I think I'm gonna look for one, Eugene. I am. Where you gonna find no rainbow? Here's one. They have a rainbow emoji on my phone. This is dumb. Rainbow emoji. Very good. Don't this is dumb. It's not dumb. (laughs) Don't say that. That's very rude. Okay, you very rude. I'm not dumb. That's so rude, Stephen. Don't do that. Okay, so let me answer. You think it was smart to tell people to find a rainbow? Do you think that's smart? So now people finna leave work, riding around, looking for a rainbow. Like, yep, yep, yep. That's just like all them people got hurt playing that Pokemon game. (laughs) We gotta go to break, you guys. (laughs) Uh, We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, here we go. Right after this, we're going to the phones, y'all. It is time to give away another trip to the Sand and Soul Festival, October 6th through the 8th, down in the Bahamas, man. Y'all come on, hang out with us, man. Trying to tell y'all this be balling now. Y'all need to quit tripping. Balling. Huh? Balling. 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 Junior what? I just want to hang with you, Unc. Is that possible? Hell Yeah. Hell yeah, you can hang with me. I don't know how long, but you can hang. <laughs> hey, Junior. Hey, Junior. Hey, Junior. Junior. How much you going to bring with you? Ooh. Ooh, about by, by seven, seven, eight. Seven, seven, eight hundred? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, if you come over at eight, one you, you got to head on back to your room about 12. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Hello, we're trying to reach uh, Demetrius. This is Demetrius. Hey, how you doing, sir? Okay. All right, this is Carl. I'm actually calling from the uh, morning show Human Resources. Yes. We're calling to see if you, if your credentials, have you had a, uh, a felony of any type? No. Okay, we're going through the entire system to make sure that you actually fit into the, uh, you've been actually picked out to be one of the finalists, but we want to make sure that yeah, it states here that you actually have a criminal record. Do you have a criminal background that we know nothing about? No. Okay. What you're saying, sir, you're saying that you don't have anything with uh, armed robbery? No. Okay. You don't have any type of tax fraud? Nope. We're showing on your records that you actually have some tax fraud as well as uh, some type of auto theft here. Uh, that is very incorrect. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to actually be able to uh, put you in the finals, uh, be a finalist, sir, because it just seems like you're, you're I, I think you're lying to me because at, at this point we pulled your record and it's definitely showing that you have some type of auto theft as well as tax fraud. Well, that's incorrect. <laughs> Is there, do you have any documents that can justify this? Um, I can put uh, run my uh, records to, the, to verify that. Say that once again. I can run my, go to the police department and verify that. You seem to be stuttering, sir, while I'm talking to you. You seem to seem, it's, are, are you lying to me? Oh, no, never that. I'll tell you what, why don't you tell me this? Tell me why I should actually go ahead and bypass this and let you be in the finals. 
because it's false. I do not have no kind of criminal background. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to um, have the job that I do have. And what, what actually kind of job do you have now, sir? I work for the bank as an um, accountant. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. So have you not taken any money out of that bank, sir? Nope. You've never taken any money just for lunch or something like that? Nope. How long have you been with the bank? 11 years. 11 years. Okay. I don't have that on my records that you have an occupation at the bank. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Hey, Demetrius. Yep. It's nephew Tommy, man. How you doing? I know who it is. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, you just won yourself. You are going to sand and soul in the Bahamas, my man. What? Hey, Demetrius. Demetrius. Yeah. Hey, this Steve. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, (laughs) Phil? Hey, man. What's going on? Go get you some new swimming trunks because you just won a trip to Sand and Soul Festival October 6th through the 8th down at the Atlantis in Paradise Island, beautiful Nassau, Bahamas, man. You going with us, pimp? Yes. Yeah, That's man. I like to hear. Not no prank call. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I knew, and Tommy, Tommy, because I knew he knew it was you because he was too cool about it. Uh, okay. Yeah, he knew. I listen to you every morning, so I already knew. <laughs> hey, man, who might you bring with you? There's no might with you. I'm taking my wife. Oh, he said, ain't no might. <laughs> taking my wife. That's good, man. Me murders to say something like, there's a might. There's no might with that. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man, you got to bring your girl, man. That's what, hey, man, that's what it's about, man. Y'all just want a trip. Y'all going down to Sand and Soul. We got five hotels to choose from. For those of you that haven't won the trip, all you got to do is go to sandandsoulfestival.com. Go to sandandsoulfestival.com and guess what? Mm. You can pay for your trip and not have to pay all of it at one time. You can make layaway. (laughs) (laughs) Demetrius, we'll see you down there, dog. Bye. Bye. Hey, hang on, man. We got to get some information from you. All right, we got to go to break. Congratulations again, Demetrius. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Coming up at the top of the hour, we got strawberry letter. But come on, fool, what you got? I got one for you. I need you to wash me. Ooh. (laughs) What? Say it again. I need you to wash me. Watch you do what? Watch to you go. Wash. Yeah. <laughs> to wash. To wash. Wash. Clean. I need you to wash. Is that squash. Me. <laughs> you, you like That's squash? That's what it sounds like. Y'all know. What I'm saying. <laughs> I need you to squash me. <laughs> yeah. Wash, boy. A washboard. <laughs> Great day at Nursery. This is Felicia. I, I'm trying to get somebody to come down here to 501. I'm sorry? 501. I, I need somebody to, to come down here to 501 and, and, and clean me up. But, sir, I think you might have the wrong number. It, this is, is the this nursery? A, is this the, the nurse? I need okay. the nurse to come down here to 501 and clean me up. 
Sir, this is the nursery, not the nurse. I think you might have dialed the wrong number. Lord, I need to talk to, to uh, where's Nurse uh, Cynthia? That's who normally clean me up. I need to, to come down here and clean me up. Sir, I really do think you have the uh, the wrong number. Where, where are you calling from? Who, 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 who is this here? This is Felicia. I'm the director here at the nursery. That's what I say. I need the nurse to come down here and clean me up. Okay. Now, I'm the bedpan and every, all this stuff to clean me up because... Okay. I've been sitting here a long time. Now ain't nobody come. Well, sir, I think you dialed the wrong number. Uh, if you tell me where you are, I can try to help you, but you... I ain't dialed the wrong number. I need somebody to come down here and clean me up. This ain't right. But y'all supposed to be able to... Y'all supposed to get here. It, 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 every hour, somebody supposed to come check on me. Ain't nobody come check on me yet. Okay, well, I, I apologize, but you have the wrong number. Um, try hanging up and then dialing. Is this a nurse station? Sir, this is a nursery. We take care of children here. This is not the nurse station. I'm so not no child. I said, is this the nurse station? Sir, I, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not listening to me? This is not the nurse station. This is a nursery. We have children here. We take care of children. So I think you dialed the wrong number. No, they said that they're supposed to come clean up every hour. They're supposed to come check on me. I've been here, I've been here my near three hours. Ain't nobody come to check on me yet. And now that I need somebody to come clean me up, and the, okay. the, uh, the, the bed pan is full, and and they just they 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 they, they just don't come check on us like they're supposed to check on us. They're supposed to I come am, check I'm, on us. I'm really sorry that they have not come to check on you and in, in your your bed pan. But why would they let us sit here like they do? Okay, sir, just listen to what I'm saying. This is a nursery. We take care of small children. This is not the nurse's station, so I'm no, sorry. No, my grandkids, I've got small children as my grandkids. i got about 42 grandkids. For, 42, huh? They come see it on Sunday, but soon as they leave, the, the people at the nurse station, that they treat me bad and leave me here like this here, two, three hours, don't nobody come check on me. Can you come down here and check this bed, pain? Sir, I can't do that. I need to get back to the kids here that, I'm, that we take care of at the My nurse. kids, no, my kids don't come till they come on Sunday. They come every Sunday after church and they come see me. Do they? Okay. Okay, well, I, I'm glad your kids come see you, and I'm going to um, get off the phone now. When I hang up, you just dial dial the number right you gonna, When you get off, you're going to come down here and come think and clean me up? I'm, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to let you call back. And Why you all come clean me up? Why you all do that? Why you do it? Sir, I'm not a nurse. I'm a teacher, not when, a nurse. When, 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 when I will come and do, people pose to do their job. You do what the job is. Whatever your job is, that's what you do. I worked 42 years straight, and I did my job. Okay. I'm a teacher. That's Why you all come on down here and do what you're supposed to do? Because I don't clean bedpans. You know why, because y'all young folks don't do your job. The damage you're going to make me mad if you don't get your down here. You get your down here. Uh, I'm going to ask that you not talk to me like that. If you get your down here and come clean this bedpan and clean me up. I ain't supposed to be sitting here like this all the time. What's your name again? It's Felicia, and I have Felicia, tried to be Felicia, really, really, really nice to you. Down here right now. Please do not speak 
to me like that. I'm trying to let you know that you You're going to calm down and quit talking to me like that. I'm trying to help you. Now, that's just rude, speaking to me like that. Now, this is a nursery. You're supposed to do what a nurse is supposed to do. You get your down here right now. You know, as I possibly can. But, David, you're not going to talk to me like that. That's just rude and disrespectful. Don't speak to me like that. You talking about kicking some I will kick your in the wheelchair. This seems to be the only language you understand is me talking to you crazy since you talking to me crazy. Well, when are you going to get your down here? Is not coming down there. You stay in that stank. How about that? What, what What? did you say? You heard me. I said you stay in that stank. I'm not cleaning no ass. I've been trying to tell you for the past five minutes, but you won't shut up long enough to listen. Well, how long is it before you go get here I am not coming down there to clean your Why not? I've been trying to tell you that it's not my job. You dial the wrong number. Who do you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Who are you talking to like that? You're going to make me whoop your Well, bring it on in. If you think you can get in your wheelchair and make it down here to the nursery to whoop my then come the hell on. Listen, will you take a message from me and give it to somebody? What's your, what's your message? Write this down. N-E. N-E. P. N- uh-huh. What else? H. Uh-huh. E. Uh-huh. W. What? Okay, you that the, you got that part? Yeah, I got that part. Okay, T O M M Y. What is that? What do it spell? I don't know. What is it? Well, spell it out. I'm not spelling that. You tell me what it is. What does it say? Nephew taught me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nephew Tommy, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked by your sister, Renita. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well, you were sitting up there like, what in the world? Yeah, yeah. You, you got me. <laughs> You got me. You oh, got me. Oh, baby. I got you. I got you. I got one question for you, though. What is what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you got me good. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's that time. It's that time. Buckle up and hold on tight. Strawberry letter. All right, here we go with the <laughs> strawberry letter. Subject... Husband that smokes. I've been married. No, no. That smoke. Okay, husband no that smokes. See, talk like these people write these letters, Shirley. Okay, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, don't properize the letters, Shirley. Yeah. Shut That's up, stupid. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married. I have been married to my husband for over 30 years. Here lately, he seems to be angry a lot, but never wants to talk about what is bothering him. If you ask him what the problem is, he would say that it is me, but he does not identify any specific thing. He has problems sleeping at night, which makes him cranky even more. What really bothers me is that he's a smoker. I have asthma, and he continues to smoke in my present. I had a smoke, I had a stroke in my eye and the doctor told him that I could lose my eye if he did not stop smoking around me. He tries to blow the smoke out of the window, but it blows back into the room. Sometimes he leaves the bedroom to smoke elsewhere, but then other times it seems as if he doesn't care. 
The doctor told him to stop smoking, but he still continues to do so. I care what happens to him, but I am more concerned about staying healthy. What can I do to make him understand that smoking and secondhand smoke can harm both of us? Yours truly, innocent bystander. Well, you know what? First of all, you do uh, have a problem, Miss Innocent Bystander. You do. Uh, here's a man you've been married to for 30 years who seems to have totally checked out of the marriage. And, you know, maybe a little bit of life a little bit. Uh, um, I, I say this because he continues to smoke. He continues to do the things that jeopardize your health and his. The doctors have told him, as you mentioned in the letter, to stop. He won't stop. I mean, have you tried sitting him down and talking to him and telling him about the severity of all of this? But more than that, I think it's a, a marriage problem. You know, you guys don't communicate. The love maybe isn't there, you know, because I can't see that anyone uh, who truly loved you and loved himself would, would do this to harm you guys. I, I just don't see it. So I, I think this is more of a, a marriage problem first and then your health and the smoking and all of that. You know, these problems started long ago. Steve? Mm. I don't... I see this letter totally. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if the letter should be entitled "Husband That Smoke," mm-hmm. or maybe you should have called the letter "Husband That Don't Give a Damn." Yeah. <laughs> because really, that's what seemed like <laughs> me right here. That's what I and uh, see, it's obvious in the letter to me that it is you and him. It ain't the smoking. You've been married over 30 years. Lately, he seemed to be angry a lot. Okay? But he don't want to talk about what's bothering him. But then, if you ask him what the problem is, he just say it's you. But he don't identify the specific problem. (laughs) Then doggone it, let's just go and get to you then. All right. Because that's really what's wrong. You wonder what he's mad about? You. (laughs) <laughs> he don't sleep good at night. It's her. You know why he can't sleep? Why, Steve? Cause of you. <laughs> Cause he up You're trying crazy. to figure out a way to get rid of you. Plotting. That's what this is. Or death. What you need to do is you need to start sitting up too. <laughs> wow. Cause he's see, up. let me tell you something. Don't get comfortable. Cause this man tired of you. Mm. This what this letter is to me. I don't know what letter Shirley read, but this a letter about a man that's tired of you, can't sleep at night. That's cause he up coming up with a plan. You're agreeing now, with me. <laughs> let me drop a little knowledge on you. Come on. If you start seeing certain things show up at the house, probably need to start thinking about packing. Fans. <laughs> no. If your man, if your man suddenly shows up with a bunch of hefty bags. You might want to think about packing. To stuff her If your man just all of a sudden just buy a new deep freezer. (laughs) Probably need to think about packing. If y'all of a sudden you see a receipt for a new boat. Mm -hmm. Probably need to stop it. Ain't no fishing rod. come throw her overboard. You just see a boat. A receipt for a boat. He'd have bought a boat, some garbage bags, and deep freezer. You're crazy. Probably need to think about packing. Because this letter is about you. Your husband is sick of you. He done told you it was you. 
<laughs> the reason he can't be specific causes everything. Too many things, huh? He mad at everything about you. <laughs> and he don't care. He don't even care about that eye of yours that had the stroke in it. Steve. <laughs> All right, after the break at 18 after the hour, part two of Steve's response to today's Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Part two of this letter right after this don't go nowhere. When we left, you were talking about the eye. <laughs> yeah. This lady been married to this man 30 years, and he don't give a damn about her. She can't be around secondhand smoking. He's smoking. He ain't stopping smoking. That's the bottom line. She's talking about how do I make him understand that smoking and secondhand smoke can harm both of us. Yo is truly innocent bystander. First of all, how do you make him understand that smoking is secondhand smoking harm here? Hell, he know that. It's on the side of the pack. Cigarettes is one of the few dangerous things that will tell you, hell, I'm dangerous. <laughs> for you buy. True. So now, I don't know. Y'all been married 30 years. I'm assuming y'all at least 50. So please know your husband know the cigarette smoking is bad. But he don't care. Did not you just say? I have asthma, and he continues to smoke in my presence. I had a stroke in my eye, and the doctor told him that I could lose my eye if he did not stop smoking around me. But he's still smoking, though. Mm. That's because he don't give a damn about you or that eye. See, your husband going to smoke till you go blind because he don't want you to see what he doing. I'm telling you, there's a boat coming, or some hefty bags coming, and a deep freezer coming. But if you go blind in that eye, you ain't going to be able to see it. This is all part of the plan. You are crazy. <laughs> he tries to blow smoke out the window, but it blow back in the room. What grown-up don't know that? <laughs> the doctors told him. Sometimes he leave the bedroom to smoke elsewhere, but at other times it seems as if he don't care. He know smoke go up in the house. He know what's going upstairs. He want to smoke to get on you. This a plot. Lady, move in with one of your sisters or get to a shelter or you gonna be sitting up there with that other eye in bad shape too. Cause smoking ain't fitness stop smoking. The doctor told him to stop smoking, but he still continues to do so. I care what happens to him, but I'm more concerned about staying healthy. You know what I think this is? This is a man that won't out. And he don't care how he get out. Mm -hmm. Hell, if he got to die to get out, (sighs) seemed to me like he willing to go (laughs) ahead and take a shot. Wow. But it seems like if he could get rid of you first... (laughs) So he'd have a couple of years of peace before he leave. That's what this letter is to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So take some calls. Take that eye and get out that house with that eye. Aim that eye at the door. 
and get to the dough. Get your eye on a new place to stay. Can that eye read the internet? Google you somewhere to live. You stupid. Today's Strawberry Letter is posted on SteveHarvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at my girl Shirley. Now, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, we're going to the phones. We're talking about office romance. Okay, yeah, get sexy in here. 877-29-STEVE. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, we're going to the phones. We're talking about office romances. Have you dated someone in your office? Was it your boss? Did you tell anyone? Did you keep it a secret? 877-29-STEVE. Call us. All right, the question of the week is about office romances. Who do you love at your job? Call us, 877-29-STEVE. Let's go to line one and talk to Ed out of Delaware. Ed. Hey, Steve. Hey, man, what's going on? You all right, man? Uh, (laughs) No, yeah, I'm good. Hey, Tommy. What's up, man? What's up, Ed? Carla. Hey, Ed, how you doing? Shirley. Shirley Strawberry, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we're doing good. Ed, you are. Yeah, go ahead. Answer the question, Ed. You ever had an affair with somebody on the job? Wanted to? Thought about it? Basically, for like the past 20 years, every relationship I have has come from the work. That's right. Come on, (laughs) Go ahead, Ed. Come on. This is my man. Why am I going down here every day? Come on, boy. No wonder you spoke to the fellas first. (laughs) You You spend like... Eight, nine, ten, twelve hours a day at work. That's pretty much where you're going to meet them at, in my opinion, anyway. So that's what how it went down for me. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, Understood. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, overall, probably about twenty-five. I think girls I've kind of dated. One. I mean, I work in retail. One was a customer. One became my wife. So I mean, it was a good run, I guess. If you, if, I've never looked at it that way, though. I just looked at it like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> we both how can you how can you yeah. resist all of this yeah, yeah. Well, uh, okay but that's not, <laughs> that's not hey Ed yeah you ever did it at work um well um not completely but I mean some yeah. things have happened at work yeah. yeah I mean some things have happened in the quiet room some things have happened in the changing room you know actually one year uh we you came quiet to room? A, What's, what's the quiet, quiet room? A quiet room. Quiet. It's a room, oh. quiet room, yeah. Yeah, one year we came down there to Atlanta, actually, and uh, a lot of crazy things was happening up at the Midtown Sheridan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, I mean. I remember coming back. Huh? You're not going to do it. <laughs> You're not going to talk about it. Excuse me, Steve. What were you saying? Wait, wait, Back Steve, to what Ed you? at the job. He, he over talking himself, Ed. That's mm-hmm. what's going on. He's about Quiet. to get himself in trouble, Ed. Quiet. Listen, boy. I've been listening all week, so I, I mean, these have been some entertaining calls. So I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. Hey, man, yours is right in line with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. you know, um, damn, I'm sure he had to bring up that shed and go downtown because when I was. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, well, boy. well, here this was this was in 2006 though, so I don't know. We oh, were no. actually supposed to vacation. Yeah, yeah. So, oh so no, 2006. Back. I was out the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 96. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> boy, come on. Uh. Boy, let me tell you something. 2000. <laughs> no. But but wait a minute though. 2000. Oh, <laughs> Marquee. <laughs> Mayor Marquee on 14. 
<laughs> Will you stop talking? Wait. Oh, well, Steve, you know, since you mentioned 96, that's actually my first, that was the first girlfriend I had from a, a job. I mean. <laughs> you go back to 96, Well, let me tell you something. 96, that was in my first 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Now, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little older than you, dog. 96, yeah, yeah. I was full-fledged. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love when he does that. He's so crazy. I know. <laughs> 40 years old. 40. In 96, mm. okay. Prime time. <sighs> so, Ed, you married one of your coworkers, you said? I did. Well, that's good. Right. Something good came out of it. Well, you don't sound like. Well, I mean, we're, like we 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 kind of we're kind of separated right now. So. Yeah, I mean, that's why I thought. I thought he's somber. But yeah, but yeah, I did. Great. Yeah. Well, don't trip. Who's your date now? Ed? Uh, uh, no comment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right, Ed. It ain't over yet. She can't hear nothing. Yeah. She can't hear nothing. She work nothing at the job. All they divorce. Hey, uh, 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 Ed. Don't hey, nice talking to you, player. Don't listen to this fool right here. Uh-uh. Thank you. Y'all been in the Appreciate quiet room you, together. Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. You be quiet. <laughs> if I love about it, bet not be down at the church. <laughs> you ain't getting it. <laughs> All right, when we come back from the break, it'll be 48 after the hour. We're going to the phones because our question of the week is a good one. We're talking about office romances. Who do you love? Who do you like, have a crush on, whatever? At your job, is it the boss? Is it a coworker? Give us a call and tell us about it. 877-29-STEVE. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, the question of the day is about office romances. Have you ever had an affair or relationship with one of your coworkers? Was it your boss? Do they know about it? The people at work I'm talking about now. Or did you guys, you two, keep it a secret? 877-29-STEVE. Tell us all about it. All right, the question of the week is about office romances. Who have you dated on the job? Give us a call, 877-29-STEVE. Let's go to line two and talk to John out of Mississippi. Hey, John, hey, what's going on, John? Ain't nothing, man, what's going on with you? You dated anybody down at the job, thought about it, wanted to, felt like it? Yeah, I'm caught up in that situation right now, Steve. Yeah, what what happened? What, what is it, man? Now, see, I'm working at the little, it's a little small factory, and I mean... My supervisor always complaining about her husband. Always complaining about her husband. So, I mean, we got a little younger white guy in there. He's one of the type that'll boost something up. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Every time she go to talking about her husband, he'll talk about how, uh, how she ain't getting it at home, that type of stuff. You know, it kind of slid me in there. Yeah. You know? Because uh, when you talking like that, I mean, you getting him some feedback. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a man, too. So... Like, uh, what's on, up? Man. So, you know, you know, it got to the point a couple of times. I'm like, well, what's up? You want to get out just have fun or something? I ain't had no fun in a long time. Huh. Like, you want to get out and go and enjoy yourself? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, can we do it today? What time? So, you know, <laughs> we got to the point where it's like 9, 30, 10, you know what I'm saying? It ain't much you can do this late. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not down here where we from. So, we get together and... Man, I'm talking about from the time she got in the car with me. Yeah. You know, it, it was like that. 
Now, you know, we wind up just been caught up like that ever since, man. So now, every time I turn around, it just, it just did. It just did. It just did. So, you know, she going through her thing with her husband, you know, and me and my wife, and, you know, I, I can't let my wife know about the situation. Boy, you know, she, know, she know about my wife, you know what I'm saying? You know, she know I'm married. I knew she was married, but her husband won't have a problem. Me and my wife ain't having a problem. Oh, God. Oh, y'all gonna have something now. <laughs> you know what it's a little crazy situation. And then, you know, I this this I'm getting paid. This is my money, you know. She you know, it depends on her if I get a raise or not. So I gotta keep it keep it one hundred. Oh, oh, you can get that raise though. You can yeah, get that raise. Oh, yeah. You keep putting it Ain't down, you're gonna get that raise. Yeah. <laughs> you ought to see it like Ray Charles. Yeah. Come on back in here, Ray. Mama got some of that blackberry pie. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been going on, John? How long? It's been going on about nine months now. Whoa. Yeah, uh. about nine months now. You know, like I said. You ain't got the raise yet? Oh, man, I'm going to, uh, you know, you got to be here a year to get your big boy raise. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. yeah. you well, you know market. something, you know, there's also the danger that you don't make the year. <laughs> yes. That, wow. wow. That, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, but, if I was you, dog, I'd go and pull the plug on this, man, because this, like, can I tell you something, man? This going to end up yeah. bad, dog. Yeah, you got to, man. This going to end up badly, man. Plus, Why man, you you happy. Thing? Well, see, because first of all, you ain't got no problems at the house. Yeah. Hard to keep it all a secret, dog. That's true. That's true. It is hard, man. Plus, she got a man at the house. It's oh, going to be yeah. hard for her to keep it a secret. Yes, sir. One of them girls going to tell their girlfriend what they doing. Yeah. And then one of them girlfriends ain't going to keep their mouth closed. Yeah, start looking for another job. Uh-oh. Yeah. Or, or no, I wouldn't look for no another job. But you, but you got, mm. you got to find a way to pull out clean. Why are you clean? Yeah, mm. now, see, that, 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 that's the way. Now, pull you out clean. Just pull okay. out. <laughs> you ain't hear what you saying. Well, it probably didn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta get out while it's good. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you, Jim. Uh, that's, that's that's the same that's thing. That same thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it sounds better. <laughs> I would look for another job. <laughs> she's not. Pull out while it's clean. She's not going to be happy when you break off. She is not going to no, be happy. No, I know she ain't going to be happy because, you know, mm-hmm. this much excitement that she had in her life for years. And, you know, I got to admit that, you know, I'm happy too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh. see, it sounds pretty exciting to you. It always sounds exciting. Yeah. But man, God, dog, listen from a dude that did bit the dirt. I feel you, man. I'm just Hold trying on. to tell you, dog. How often y'all doing it? Uh, and and this ain't, especially if you good What's at the bad? house. Now, if you ain't good at the house, I got it. But if you yeah. good at the house, man. He what? said he was. Man. Yeah. And I mean, I you got can't, you, I, you can't lose huh? what you got over this here now. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Hey, man, I mean, what? what what, what you doing for stamina to take care of her and your wife? What did you take? And I need some of that. Now answer that question. Okay. That excitement is going to keep you going. Don't listen to him. Okay. Now, no now tell me this, though. I'm out. I'm out. Two, two fools. John. I'm out. Go ahead. No, no. Hey, John, go let, ahead. Me, let me no, ask no, this. No, leave me Go ahead. Go ahead, Tommy. So if, on a weekly <laughs> basis, <laughs> how, how often you and the boss getting together on a weekly? I'm going to say at least three times. God, dog, you got some stamina. Yeah. No, you know, like I said, you know, knowing when you got when you got somebody sneaking, as soon as you get in the car, yeah, everything that you know your wife ain't doing, you know, she gonna do that because you know you really don't want your wife doing the things that you know a woman in the street doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got you, John. But why is you whispering so, and your wife and your girl ain't even here? 
<laughs> Why is we whispering over here? Though? Tommy whispering, Uncle Steve whispering. I'm whispering. Why is we whispering? We know this wrong. Because <laughs> well, we all know. Because we men. I didn't know why I was whispering with him. <laughs> you just went right to it. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Tripping, man. oh man! Oh man! I didn't even know I was quitting. God, you got to get out, y'all. <laughs> Tommy, how much? How much was you taking for stamina? <laughs> Sit down. All this the men is, is whispering. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, 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 all right, hang all in right, there, John. It, no. It's good right now. You okay? All right, John. Oh, I'd love for another job. Okay, thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, we're talking about office romances. Who do you love down at your job? Is it the boss? Is it another co-worker? Is it a secret? Do people know? 877-29-STEVE. Let's go to line three and talk to Carrie out of California. Carrie. Good morning, Steve. Call me Carla Shirley Jr. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, beautiful. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> so have you, have, you, have, you, have you ever dated anybody on your job? Are you currently dating anybody on the job? Have you been offered to date on the job? Are you thinking about it? What? I have dated, and I'm still dating him, although he left and went to a different company. But we were dating for three years here at the same company, and we're still dating now. Did, did everybody know about it at the company, or you guys kept it a secret? They knew after, like, the second year. Uh-huh. Because they noticed we took lunch for a long period of time together. Oh. Mm. What, what, what y'all be doing on that long period of time, doing lunchtime? What y'all be Here doing? We, we have lunch activities. Yeah. Oh. I'll talk to him, baby. Yeah. And, I bring and, my and, lunch box. Mm. Oh. Okay. Well, what, what does take place at? Y'all go back to the house? Yeah, we didn't live far. We only live like 15 minutes away from work. Yeah, get on around now. I know that's right. I know that's right. Get on round there. <laughs> Y'all probably yeah. never even ate lunch, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah, mm. Wow. I didn't eat lunch. He ate lunch. God. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. How far you want this to go, Tom? <laughs> I'm through with it. I'm out. I'm out. No, no. No, no. Go ahead. Yeah. What, are, what are your plans for the future, Carrie? No, 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 no. No, 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 no Shelly. Come uh, on, Tommy. Tommy Hamlet. Yeah. Oh, Come on. Oh, 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 he's oh. out, he said. Go on. No, no. No, no. Go on, Tommy. Oh. Ask him. Well, I mean, well, no, what's your plan for the future? No, no, that, no, don't be trying to use Shirley question. You stupid. Come on. <laughs> Go on, ask her, Tommy. Uh, y- y- y'all going to get married? We're planning on it. Same question. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Tommy, aren't you having a problem with your stamina? How you going to be able to handle somebody else? Oh, oh dang, 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 dang. Shots fired. Shots fired. Y'all ain't got no problem. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not going to put that out there. Don't, don't, go don't, don't go Shut Tommy. Don't go Tommy. Shut up, Junior. <laughs> Pow. <laughs> Woo, shots fired. <laughs> Pow. Got to drop the mic, girl. Kind of good was that, huh? Carrie, uh, uh, Pow. don't you want an answer to that question? <laughs> Come on, Tommy. 
Oh, man. I don't have a stamina problem. What are we talking about? That's that Smith and Wesson. <laughs> <laughs> Single shot. Oh. <laughs> 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 wow. <sighs> All right now. Mm. How they be knowing, mm. T? Yeah, you got they don't know. I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, you the one said it. We didn't. Well, we didn't yeah. throw that on you. All you I ever said was you were short. Man, I, you short. I asked one of the callers, "How was he able to do two people like that and, and the stamina?" That's all oh, I. Man. I asked him what kind of pills he was taking. Now this lady here gonna ask me what something wrong with my Carrie. stamina. That's where she got that from. I was just asking because I was listening. Ma'am, you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Junior. What time Just, you ain't uh, got no stamina? Your cars ain't got no I, stamina. Don't nothing last right now. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> Everything just quick over there, though. I'm, I'm down. down. <laughs> you break down, Rolls Royce break down. Everything just showed over there. Damn. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> You're not going to do this on my Friday. You're not going to do this. This time last Friday, that boy ain't had no car. <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I'm just saying, uh, am I right or wrong, uh? Am I right I or mean, wrong? I mean, man, I just, you know, it's just all coming together. Yeah. You know, it's man. just, man, just wow. Just a, it was just a question, Tommy, from Carrie. Yeah. Hey, Carrie, is Carrie still there? I'm still here. I'm still waiting for the answer. Oh, Tommy. Mm. Yeah. All right, Tommy, go ahead. Go on, girl. You're going to mess up your little friendship you got going. Oh, no. Oh, now you want to threaten her. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Now you're going <laughs> I'm, good. Well, I'm sorry. What was okay, the that's a good. That's all. Just answer it. No, that's no, all. Tommy, what, go ahead, man. How good are you? What? How long can you last? What, what's your stamina like? Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm a good. I, I can go a good two and a half hours. What, what are we talking about? Two and a half hours. Two and a half. What? Just a Boy. damn lie. Two and a half hours. You ain't got the lie. Wait, wait, wait. What, Carrie? What'd you say, Carrie? I said two and a half hours is just the beginning. You ain't did How old are you? You short again. I'm 25. Oh, And my man is 30. Dude. Junior! Junior! Junior fired again. You kill him. He's got one foot in the grave, Junior. Two and a half. <laughs> Two and a half. That's full play. We done done it. He downstairs cooking and then watch half a Netflix series. You ain't lying. Ain't nobody got that kind of time. Ain't nobody got that kind of time. I got to go to work. <laughs> See, that's the difference. She's 25. Yeah, we know what we're here for. Let's both get that and get on out of here. Yeah, that's what is we in here. You get that get on out of here type of deal. You know yeah. what I'm See, saying? See, that's another thing, though. Once you're once you 50, them in the car moves pretty much over with. <laughs> <laughs> Messing around, I'll tell the headrest off my car. Trying to do <laughs> Man. Oh, I, oh and in order for me to do it in the car now, I had to take the steering wheel out and the back of the seat. <laughs> I had to seat. I take the seat back off and the steering wheel. You can't do that in a Rolls. I can't do that in no damn car no more. Man, I gotta take the steering wheel out and the back off the seat. You need leg room, Steve. This stick shift before my knee hit it. You need leg room. 
Yeah, I need legs. You need all of it. I cannot bend over like that. Uh-uh. <laughs> and gonna need some pillows. <laughs> yeah. No more and in a ref- the car. And a refrigerator for snacks <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, God. That man. And, and, oh, and then sweet. after that, I'm, I'm my driver go. I'm gonna have to explain to him why he driving. There ain't no back on his shit. <laughs> he on one knee driving. Yeah. <laughs> But he oh, round the God. corner on the side of the road, sitting there with, on the back of the chair with the steering wheel in his hand. <laughs> oh, my All right, God. Uh, come on, Ron. We're done. <laughs> Boy, she was something <laughs> Tommy, I think she made you a little nervous. Got me nervous, man. Yeah. Got me two hours. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> You know what you could do with that kind of time? Okay. (laughs) All right, coming up, uh, big Pepsi ad controversy. Uh, We're going to talk about that. I mean, this is big. It's all over social media. Pepsi has pulled their ad. We'll tell you what we're talking about right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up, we're going to tell you about Pepsi. They have snatched a very controversial ad starring Kendall Jenner. We'll tell you all about it when we come back. All right, y'all. Shirley, what's going on with Pepsi now? Oh, Lord, Steve. Okay, uh, expect to see a lot of tears when this Pepsi ad uh, debacle plays out on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Now, Pepsi has pulled it, pulled their ads from TV. Uh, Kendall Jenner, one of the younger uh, Kardashian sisters, is reportedly devastated by the negative public reaction to her Pepsi ad. It's, um, uh, like I said, Pepsi pulled it. Man, this thing. Okay, the protest Shirley, theme commercial. Okay, it's just so much, Steve, to tell what you about. Is you reacting, you, and we ain't even heard the story. I know, but it's. I, I've seen it. I, I've I seen it. You guys haven't seen it. Yeah, it, it's just mm-hmm. a lot. So it, it's a protest themed commercial. It was brutally slammed on social media for trivi- trivializing today's real life movements like Black Lives Matter. Okay, Pepsi has decided to pull their controversial ad because of the enormous backlash it received. And Pepsi put out a statement that says they were trying to protect a global message of unity, or project, I should say. Pepsi was trying to project a global message of unity, peace, and understanding. Clearly, we missed the mark, and we apologize. This is from Pepsi. We did not intend to make light of any serious issue, the company said. Uh, we are pulling the content and halting any further rollout. We also apologize for putting Kendall Jenner in this position because, I mean, she is, you know, the star of the commercial and everything. So uh, also it touched um, it, it touched Dr. Martin Luther King's youngest daughter, uh, Bernice. She posted an image of Dr. King in a peaceful protest, literally being pushed back by a police line. And then after that, she tweeted, if only daddy would have known about the power of hashtag Pepsi. So clearly, yeah, she was upset about it. A lot of people, yeah, because it looked like they were really making light of the Black Lives Movement, you know, and give a a cop a Pepsi and it's okay. You know, that makes everything all love. Yeah, Steve. So in this commercial, Kendall Jenner is doing a video shoot. And there's a protest going outside her video shoot. So she decides to leave the video shoot and join in the protesting. And then she grabs a can of Pepsi 
And, you know, with the protesting, it's people from all walks of life. And then you see these police officers there. And then she gives the cop a, a Pepsi. Pepsi. And, like, that's going to make it okay. You make know, all everything all right. Yeah, social injustice is <laughs> to sell a can of soda or to sell soda. Yeah. So Pepsi got a lot of backlash about that. Ooh, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, they they clearly uh, uh, apologized. They said, clearly, we missed the mark and we apologize. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, so are we gonna march on Pepsi? Well, they they well they pulled it and, and they pulled apologized. Yeah. yeah, they they yeah. they see the error in 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 their ways in this commercial I mean, you know, making. You this have commercial. to understand too. I want to say this too. All of these major companies use ad agencies. Mm-hmm. All of them. Very seldom do they have a department. Oh, diversity department. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't know, and they go get these ad agencies. And I think a lot of the blame, well, it, it eventually has to fall on the company, Pepsi itself. But the ad agency that came up with this campaign, their ass is out of work. Because you it's know. crazy, man. Oh, wow. And you, 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 you have people sitting in here who make these types of decisions, man, who don't really, really get it. And they do something like this. Trying to be artsier, trying to be like that, but not really understanding how people really feel. And then you get something like this. And it's not Kendall's fault. No, I I hate that they put this young woman in the midst of all of this controversy. Yes. Yes. She's doing her job. To Mm -hmm. know, feel, understand all. She's just going Mm -hmm. to work to do her job. Yeah, she's being directed. Yeah, in this. This was Pepsi's idea. Mm -hmm. But I can assure you there's an ad agency somewhere. Who came and went, wow, this is cutting edge, it's topical, it's front and center, it's going to get eyeballs, it's going to be talked about. And they went, wow. But they don't know. And then they come up here and they throw this young girl in the forefront of this stuff. With these people back here, man, that done struggle. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You think maybe they were trying to do like Coke? You remember how Coke had teach the world to teach? You know what I'm saying? That feel good. Coke had a great commercial though. Yeah, they yeah. I think that's what they were trying to do. But when they picked Kendall Jenner, I think that's it's not bad. Kendall Jenner, Kendall Jenner is not a bad pick. She's she's a great young girl. That's not the problem. No, the problem is the messaging. Mm-hmm. Coming With from whoever thought this was the way to go about it. Because, see, now Pepsi is allowing social media to dictate to them how to run a company. And that's pretty damn stupid now. Yeah. Mm. Because what Coca Cola did was, I like to teach you the world that? to mm-hmm. sing in perfect, in perfect harmony. harmony. Uh-huh. I like to buy the world the Coke. And then, then, then. It's the real thing. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let's get to these back-to-back jams. Uh, come on, cat. Hey, hey, y'all, right after this, we got time for one more thing. Stick around. We almost out of here, y'all. Woo, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, here we go. Uh, 48 minutes after that. Coming up, we got time for just one more thing. Uh, Uh, Yes, Steve. (laughs) This is your story. We got to hear this about the time when you and Junior uh, very recently were in the Philippines. (laughs) 
<laughs> Gambling. In the casino? <laughs> Yes, yeah. Junior. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad it's my uncle over there, though. I know that. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, we, hey, 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 we was in the uh, casino in uh, the Philippines. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I don't know. what, Junior, what did you do? Did you <laughs> run out? What happened? I went and put my uh, debit card. I ain't told nobody I was leaving America. <laughs> my bank shut everything down. <laughs> I had to go ask up for some money. <laughs> no. Hey, Tom, you tried to use your bank card in the Philippines. In the and Philippines. They wouldn't do it. And he wouldn't transition nothing. Like, what is he supposed to be doing over there? His ass was just in Atlanta. And <laughs> <laughs> ain't never been nowhere ain't before. Been nowhere. Uh, whoop, whoop, stolen card, stolen card. They shut it down, man. Oh, man, that was hilarious. I said, uh, uh. I ain't never asked uh for no money. I ain't know how to ask you. <laughs> I know. I, I wouldn't know how. Uh, man, this is embarrassing. Okay, uh, look, this is what happened. He said, he, man, he gave me a $1,000, no problem. Man, go ahead, use that right there. I was like, what? Oh, that's nice. Dude, I know what, dog. I said, how much you need? I thought he need like $10,000 or something. <laughs> yeah. He what? Said, yeah, man. So I get to you, man. I know you out the country, man. Like, I ain't gonna have my dudes out there hurting. Nah, man. I thought he needed some money. He said, oh, man, I tried to get $1,000. That him, man. <laughs> and walked off. Yeah. <laughs> Unc, I'm gonna pay you back, dog. Come on, go on now. I ain't chasing nobody for no thousand. $10,000? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I thought that's what he needed. I thought something had happened. Ooh. Thought he had to check out or something. I ain't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I took a bottle of McCallum there and put a bottle of McCallum in my room over there for Miss Universe. And I picked the bottle uh-huh. up. I put it in my uh, bag to leave. Guy said, uh, Mr. Harvey, uh, that wasn't a gift. I said, okay, well, what was it? It was on my table with a card. And he said, well, you know, if you take it, you know, they're going to charge you for the bottle. I said, okay. I kept going downstairs. The dude came down in the lobby. He said, oh, um, uh, Mr. Harvey, um, you took the bottle of McCallum 18, yeah? Uh, that's a charge, sir. I said, okay, cool. Whatever you I'm getting in the car. They finna put my bag in the trunk. Another dude. <laughs> uh, Mr. Harvey, um, the bag, the bottle, say charge, a full charge, a full bottle. I said, hey, man, do y'all want the bottle back? Is y'all saving it for some other guests? I just need to know what it is. Because I done already told y'all I got it. Uh, do you know how much? I said, look, man, I said, I just started taking the bottle out the bag. Here, y'all can have it back. Then the dude came running out. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. You know, you, okay, okay, cool. It's a bottle of liquor. Could you put it? Because first of all, you can charge it if you want to. I'm over here for free. You ain't got my credit card. <laughs> like, take it. Like, take it. <laughs> Who you hollering at? We just bought shotguns. You bought You <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, listen, uh, that's it for today. Fun uh, day. Mm-hmm. This Friday. is Friday. It. It's Friday. Like I've been saying, have a great weekend. All like, you've been, like you've been saying all week. All week long. <laughs> all weekend. It and it's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weekend here. Now my dumb ass working the whole weekend. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Friday, it's Saturday, and Sunday. Get that yes, Lord. Wow. All right, y'all, y'all have a great weekend. <laughs> you too. Y'all have a great weekend, man. Y'all do y'all thing. I love you. Peace out. Yeah. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 